0: ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive.
1: Welcome back to the Tuesday, June 7th edition. Your Drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 at AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Thanks for tuning in. Glad you're with me. We're going to do this until 6 o'clock, and that means we want your phone calls and texts. Always want those. The phone line is open at 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. Our text line is open as well, 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. You see how we've done that? We made it really memorable. Those last four digits, very important. 304-396-TALK, that's the text line to be a part of the program. Coming up in the next few minutes, Tony Kemper is joining me. Tony's already set. You know, they've had these coaches, caravans, big green events, whatever you want to call them, coaches are all over. Tony's already set, ready to go. He got there ahead of time. So Tony's going to talk to us here in the next few minutes about what's happening. There were lots of things that were going on with women's basketball, new additions to the staff, new additions to the roster, things in general, getting set for the Sun Belt. Of course, Tony... Always good to talk to. I'm always looking for an excuse to talk to Tony, so he's coming on the program, and um, hopefully he didn't listen last week. Remember, we had Ari, and had to tell Ari she was the best. Well, Tony's on the show now, so I, I got to tell Tony he's the best. You know how these coaches are you you have to you have to placate them all. You have you have to make sure that their egos are all good. Let them know you're my you're my favorite. Now, actually, there's a really great group of coaches, uh, top to bottom. I can honestly say that for the first time in a long time, top to bottom. It's a pleasure to talk to every single coach on that Marshall staff. Biggest jobs, littles jobs. It's a pleasure to talk to everyone. and that's great. So Tony's coming on the program in the next few minutes. We'll talk to him. We'll get your comments, thoughts in. We got a lot coming up tonight. Uh, yesterday, I was watching. The Western Conference final between Colorado Avalanche and the Edmonton Oilers. And it went for a while. I actually thought, okay, we're going to get game five here because this was an elimination game. I thought Edmonton not going out like this. They're not going to lose twice at home in a row. They're not going to do this. And it was a shootout once again. It goes to overtime. Edmonton loses. So the Avalanche and the Stanley Cup final. Now I've got to get my Rangers in. I've got to get them in. Game four coming up tonight. We're going to have that for you on our sister station, Cat Sports 93-3 and 1340. Let me know on the text line. How are you feeling about what we've seen so far? NBA final? How are you feeling about that? How are you feeling about the Stanley Cup playoffs? Are you been are you really enjoying that? Are you getting into it maybe for the first time? Have you Maybe not gotten into it before and decided to give it a shot. You like it or can't stand it. I, I want to know. You know, if, if you can't stand it, I especially want to hear from you. Let me know. I'm kind of curious about that because I think this has been some of the best. Even with the, the sweep of Edmonton, I think this has been some of the best hockey we've seen in a long time, and we've got a good one hopefully tonight. I don't think the Rangers lose tonight. I'm, I'm hopeful I'll go out on a limb and say I don't think the Rangers lose because if the Rangers can – and I think they weathered the storm quite nicely even though they lost in Game 3. They can hold Tampa Bay back, not make stupid mistakes or just make mistakes. I think they can win and go back to Madison Square Garden and get the series victory. That's what I'm hopeful for. And, of course, we've got a lot of hockey to talk about because it takes forever to get to a basketball game. I mean, what – Game three is coming up tomorrow. Didn't game one start last week? It feels like it, but game three NBA finals even right now. Boston will play host to the Golden State Warriors for the next two and tip off slated for 9 p.m. That is not friendly. 9 p.m. tip is not friendly for a general audience. Now, I know you've got to take care of Two coasts, East Coast and West Coast, but and I know it's summertime, so we don't have the excuse. Okay, kids have got to go to bed, got to get up for school. I know we don't have that excuse, and I say let them stay up and watch. I've always been in that mindset. Hey, if the kid can stay up, and let them stay up, and once they find out that uh, they can't stay up. They'll be good with it, and if they can't hang, they're gonna realize okay, sleep is good. So yeah, they'll figure that out real quick, and you won't have to worry about that. I know. There you go. Some some sports parenting tips from Paul Swan. Let the kid watch the game, but nine o'clock still not a friendly time. I don't like that at all. I, I know you gotta have a lot. You gotta have a lot of buildup. You gotta have Jimmy Kimmel on ABC. And I'll tell you this though, at least the Jimmy Kimmel show is entertaining because. I like the concept of the on-court sport that they created. The dodgeball-foul-shooting hybrid where people are throwing dodgeballs at you while you're trying to make a free throw. I mean, that was funny. That was brilliant. And it's hard. It's hard to hit a free throw when you have six to eight kids with a rack of dodgeballs each, throwing them at you. It's very hard. So that in itself is a sport that that feels like that's an ESPN Ocho sport right there. It feels like it. It might make it to the Ocho. It should make it to the Ocho. That feels like something that I want to do with, I don't know. Who would I want to do that with? We'll figure that out. That feels like that's that's sports talk radio cage match right there. Instead of playing a pickup game or go no, just shooting free throws, dodgeball. Have kids throw dodgeballs at you while you try to make free throws. That's how you settle all your disputes. So I I get it. You got to have all the hype for the NBA final. You got to do that, but come on, nine o'clock tip. Let's let's dial that back a little bit. I get it. I get it. Even and of course that'll carry over usually into the news hour, and so the local station has to push back the news a little bit. But that means you've got some carryover there. If the games are interesting, hopefully the rest of the series will be interesting. That's the only thing I hate about the NBA final. Sometimes it just fizzles out in the third or fourth. And then one team takes domination over the other. I mean, if it's really close, it's fun. But if one team is starting to pull away, and you've got to be 15, 20-point game here, that's just not entertaining to me. But again, we've seen Boston show that you can come back, so there's the challenge there. Can one team get a lead and the other team come back? So that's what keeps you watching. So whatever the case may be, we've got that game for you and the rest of the NBA final right here on ESPN, 94.1 and AM 930. So we've got Tony Kemper coming up here in the next few minutes. I'm looking forward to talking to him, get caught up on what's happening. He's going to talk a little bit about going on tour we'll talk about the new additions to the team both in the coaching side the administrative side we'll talk about player additions as well all of that's coming up. Later on, we'll get your phone calls and text in. We want to do that with you. The phone line is 877-420-TALK, and the text line is 304-396-TALK. Text line 304-396-8255. But we've got Tony Kemper. That's coming up when we continue here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930.
0: You're listening to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.
1: Welcome back to The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I want to welcome now to the program, good friend of ours, Tony Kemper, the head coach of the Marshall Women's basketball team. I'm glad he wasn't listening last week when I had Ari Agnes on because I had to tell Ari you know, how great she was and throw Tony under the bus. But um, that's kind of a – you understand that, right, Coach? you got to keep her happy.
0: No problem. I got no problem with that. I'm a big fan of hers as well. So we, uh, we coexist, you know, really, really well in the Cam Henderson center together. So if she was your favorite last week.
1: I completely understand. Yeah. You're my favorite this week. And, and again, we're not telling her cause I, you know,
0: we're just not telling hey, that. If you're a coach, you understand that's the way things are. Love, love, hate, love, hate. That's how it goes. So win a good game everybody likes you we, you know you get beaten when you shouldn't and then it's tough so
1: I'm used to it. life of the coach here it's been it's been pretty busy for you since we last spoke and that wasn't that much uh, that wasn't that long ago we, we talked about some additions to your team uh, you're adding staff to the team now and you've been doing a lot of things behind the scenes you've been on tour coaches events uh, getting a feel for what fans across the uh, the state and around the country that follow the herd are, are talking about so let's start with the addition first uh Haley Moore has been named to uh you know, she's a graduate assistant so uh let's talk a little bit about her first and we'll work our way up
0: well yeah Haley is uh excited about you know she's really the first GA we've really announced we got her from Binghamton um she played point guard there for four years and uh yeah you know, she really wants to coach She's got a brother that Actually, is a football coach at, at, uh, at um, Wheeling, I think, at, uh, I can't think of the name of the school now, the Division two school there in Wheeling. Um, so, you know, coaching runs in their family, and uh, I, that's, I think, always somewhat important when you're trying to develop young coaches, that they kind of have an understanding of what it's like. Um, She's point guard, so she understands the game um, from a lot of different positions, so decided to have her, um, you know, join us.
1: What made her stand out to you the most, though, when you were going over all of this and, and deciding to make this decision? You know, she can get out there, obviously, and work with the team as well, so I'm sure that was really important for you.
0: Yeah, you, you want to hire a GA that can definitely move around and, and play and, and chase rebounds. And, um, you know, they can't do... Skill instruction but they can be out there they can rebound they can um you know run shooting drills different things like that um so it's an important position it's an important position to have basketball um wherewithal and uh, i think hayley's got that and then you know i think she's going to be good in developing other skills in basketball too probably will be good at film i think she'll be great at the office she's got a really good personality so I think recruiting, recruiting is kind of an art that you learn over time, and I, when you talk to her, it doesn't take you long to figure out that um, we think she's going to develop into, you know, a good coach. And
1: then, as I said, we're working our way up because you've made some other additions. You've been pretty busy. Uh, you've got Maggie Stanley on staff as the director of operations now. So, talk a little bit about Maggie, if you would, and, and what her role is going to be for you. Operations is really an important role as far as a coaching staff is concerned.
0: Yes, it is. And, you know, Maggie promoted, got promoted from um, the GA position, the, the one that we just talked about with Haley. So um, I think anytime, you know, when you're a leader and you can promote from within and you've got good people there that understand how to work and understand how to work with you and, and with your team and things like that, it's important to, to promote them. And Maggie's been, Maggie's been with us from through undergrad all the way through, um, you know, graduate school, and so over. Not very good with years, Paul. I'm gonna be honest with you, but I think she told me the other day that she started basically her first day was kind of like my first day. So she's been with me since I flipped over to the head coaching job, and um, we have put more and more responsibility on her with every year, and so it was pretty natural when when I moved Rudy Evans from director of operations to an assistant coaching position um, that, you know, we looked right right in-house at Maggie to do that operation stuff. And you're correct, it's a really important job. Um, it's basically all the logistics of, you know, our organization, which is 25 people, 26 people when we're traveling around in the middle of the year. Um, we, we've got a really good partnership with Anthony Travel, who helps make that job um, run really smoothly, but there's there's a lot of pressure to make sure that everything works out um, the way it's supposed to. you know when you're an operations person and you're trying to get flights correct and um, food right and stuff like that. So um, that job really heats up um, during the course of the year when we're on the road. and um, I think it's going to be a unique challenge this year, and we've talked about this at length to a certain degree about you know the change to the sun Belt. We are going to a whole bunch of places we've never been, so I think Maggie and I's relationship and the fact that we've got some years together is going to help those those transitions. She kind of knows what I like, how I like to do things. Um, you know, we're going to have to sort it out in a new league. So, really excited to promote her. She's a, she's a Marshall gal. Um, she's, she's got a lot of passion for our university and and our women's basketball program. So, it's a it's a great day when you can move somebody up like that.
1: I was going to ask you how important is that to keep sort of that familiarity, sort of that program consistency moving into a new league. You don't want to hire new people and then try to figure out your way in a new league all at once. So it worked out for you that you had someone in house that you could elevate to those positions and really keep that, I guess, that house, uh, house blend going while you, you move to a new league.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think, I mean, you're correct. I think it helps with the new league. I think, First and foremost, you have you have to make sure that you have the right people. And in Coach Rudy's case, that was correct to move him up. He's already shown that in recruiting. Um, he's an integral part of putting together what is what I believe is a really good recruiting class. And then, um, you know, Maggie's the right person for that job. I think it is very helpful that her and I know each other well. But she got promoted because she was ready for that. You know, and and it's going to really help that. We've been together for a long time. Um, as we both move now together into a new week.
1: When we spoke last, did we talk about? I don't remember. Did we talk about your newest edition? And um,
0: we did not. Okay, so we did not. I I thought there was one coming, uh, but we didn't have it quite quite signed, sealed, and delivered yet. But we got that done. Shania, right?
1: What's What's making uh, What's making you excited about Shania right now?
0: Well, I think she's an offensive post presence, you know, and, and one that, uh, she played at Georgetown for four years. So she's got longevity within a program and, uh, you know, we've been, we've now been in the transfer portal for really three years now, Kennedy Coldclaw, um, Aaliyah Dunham, Brie Furby over the last three years. And one of the things that we like to do is really get people that have been at one place for a while and, uh. You know, Shania fits that bill. She graduated from Georgetown. Uh, She was a top 100 recruit in high school. Um, And so anytime you could have that kind of of talent, and I think especially at a position where we've struggled offensively. Lorelai Roper had a great career here. Um, She was definitely kind of a defensive quarterback for us. She played very hard, held her own in there. Um, You know, but I think even she would admit that um, more of a – a defensive player, somebody that was very good glue and, and played for others around her, and I think Shania gets a chance to to maybe get a little bit better on the offensive side of the ball in there. So um, she was uh, that. That was the last piece um, to what was a pretty complex puzzle when you look at your, your ride on adding a lot of different people in a lot of different roles. Um, we've been steady throughout the the off season here with what the task was, and Shania was the one that. You know that position took us a long time to get done, but um, I think we got a really good one once we got it done.
1: So, are you sure you're done now? There's, it's you can you can take a day off.
0: Well, we are done. We are done signing players. We we've got some more staff stuff we got to get done, um, and probably going to get done with that over the next couple weeks. Here, um, we need to add another assistant coach, which we pretty much have wrapped up. Um, so maybe an announcement in the next couple of weeks about that. Um, and then you know Marshall has invested we we've, we've got another we're adding another position um, to our staff, which is going to be great as we move into the Sunbelt. Uh, you know it's one of the bigger investments that that I've seen in my ten years here at Marshall in women's basketball. and so I'm really excited about that. I kind of have been working chronologically so to speak, trying to get our team set, which we got done and then, um, transition to hiring a full-time assistant um, coach will be on the floor and recruiting, which will be announced pretty soon. And then uh, we've got another administrative role or, or uh, operations video. We can really go a lot of different directions with it. And once we get our other staff in place, we're going to really look at
1: that one. Okay. Now you can't talk about the person, but what exactly will the title of this person's uh, job be and, you kind of tease me with some of the things where directions you can go uh, what do you you know, what are you envisioning here
0: yeah well so you know we're talking about we've got two positions we've got to get filled one is a full-time assistant that that is pretty much done at this point that's an on-floor coach and a recruiter and uh, we've got somebody coming in with some some uh, some southern ties that um, is, is in a really really good women's basketball program and so I'm excited about her uh, when we can finally make that announcement and then the other position is uh you know we really can go I think I think our staff now has versatility um in the way that it's set up and it's going to kind of allow us to try to try to pull uh, the best candidate in a number of ways and then we can just kind of push them in the area so maybe we get somebody that we feel like is just better uh, than anybody else we can look at in their video i think we can put them in that video space do some analytics with them um you know you've got kind of all the media stuff that goes on now social media uh, videography uh, marketing i think a person kind of in that space for women's basketball would be really productive as well so um you know we can go a lot of different areas and i think we're As we typically do, we're going to really look for the right person and the right personality and then um, try to make sure that it fits a role that that we need to try to to cover, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, you you need – there are a lot of aspects that weren't really happening five or ten years ago that now you have to cover. We were talking about the transfer portal a few years ago, and, of course, social media has been a thing for a while, but it really – it's, it's its own space now that you have to be in. You have to not only watch it, you have to be part of it. And as you mentioned, analytics are huge right now. That's uh, that's the new frontier, it seems, for sports.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and I, I think you're right on the social media stuff. It's really, really important for recruiting that um, you're you're out there and your program's out there, Um and then, uh, like I said, we're, we're, we're lucky in that we, I, can make, I can make the title whatever I want. We're, we're going to get the right person that's going to help, help our program and our, and our student-athletes. So um, we can go in a lot of different directions, and I think there's a lot of positive people that I see interested in the job, and we'll you know, take our time and make a really good decision and, and put them to work.
1: Tony Camper is with me now. As I mentioned, you've been pretty busy. You haven't just been doing all the back end stuff for the team. You've been on tour as well, coaches, caravans, uh, herd events, whatever you want to call them. You know, this is the time of year where you get a chance to do some of that. Uh, what's it been like so far? What are you hearing from herd fans? Uh, what are they telling you? Uh, what are you telling them?
0: Yeah, well, I mean, I think it's an exciting time. You know, there's obviously a lot of really good things going on. Um, I really talk a little bit about women's basketball and, and uh, kind of this trend. We, we're definitely going through. We've changed over a lot of our roster. We've got some really solid pieces coming back, but there's going to be a lot new. So trying to trying to bring some familiarity with the new ones coming in um, and then just talking about the stuff that I see, martial athletics kind of on the whole headed towards. And that's Sunbelt. That's you know, the new leadership of, of Christian and others at the university level. And um, it's an exciting time to be here. And I, I think that all the coaches are, are really in a good place as far as on board and and trying to really move this thing in a direction that everybody's going to be happy with.
1: Tony Kemper is with me. Uh, you're even, you're doing it again today here. So you're going to be uh, speaking to a crowd soon at, at another event and uh You've been hanging out with some of the coaches as well. What's that time like? Uh, you get to spend time with you know, coaches that maybe you don't see every day. I'm sure there are coaches and other people you see every day. So what's that time like as you uh, sort of – it's like a one big happy family reunion, but you go on the road for uh, every few days to, to bring the reunion elsewhere.
0: It is. It is. We're in Princeton tonight. Um and uh, we do get a chance to spend some some quality time together. Probably telling stories, really more than anything, you know, on the rides to various places in the state. And uh, some some of us have more stories than others. Uh, you know, Coach Coach has got probably got the most. You know, and his are usually pretty entertaining because there's kind of some famous guys in there every once in a while with some of his stories. So um, he can tell you stories about Kobe and stuff like that. that I don't have those, Paul. So I'll just listen to Coach Coach Spinum, and and uh, they're usually pretty good.
1: Tony Kempers is my guest, I, I don't know if maybe you don't have stories, but also this is an opportunity for coaches that maybe don't get to interact with each other uh, much on a yearly basis to sort of talk shop a little bit. You know, do you um, do you give pointers to say Coach Agnes? Use her as an example, or you know coach uh coach grassy and is he giving you pointers you you' giving him pointers you know, you're trying to explain things uh maybe uh wide out patterns yeah. to uh to coach hoff i mean what how, how does that work
0: well there i mean there's definitely some of that going on we we definitely uh your ride right on i think one of the things that goes on in college athletics that probably not a lot of people understand is like we we are really like everybody has their own calendar. So sometimes when I'm in my downtime, you know, Coach Grassi is in Europe recruiting because that's his busy time. And then my busy time is somebody else's downtime. So it is, it is harder, I think, than most people realize to put us all together and, you know, to, just to have for, for Christian to, to have a head coach's meeting and then find a time when. All all of us are there and and without something going on. That's very difficult. You make a correct observation that we get a chance to spend some time with with people that it just doesn't happen very often. So you do talk a little shop. um, Hey, what are you guys doing with maybe this this dorm situation came up? What do you guys think? Uh, You know, different stuff like that. Uh, I don't know anything about football, so... I'm, you know, I'm not working on Coach Huff's route tree. I'm just letting him make those calls and, and cheering him on. So we we talk about the things that cross over and that we have in common, and, and maybe we can move our program in a way that positive. Maybe somebody else got an idea that that I didn't think of. You know, so you talk about things like that that you got going on, and um, but it's it's a good time. I mean, it is You're sitting against the back of the golf van and see what. Uh, See what you can figure out.
1: Tony Kemper is with me. The, uh, the herd continues to travel. As mentioned, Princeton. Who's there tonight at that event? I know you are, and that's probably all you need, but who else is there with you?
0: Well, so I think Coach Huff is here. I think Ari is here. I believe that, that uh, Coach D'Antoni. Um, trying to think. I think that's it. That's all you need right
1: there. That's the Fab Four.
0: But something like that, yeah. I'm already down here, so I actually have I have not seen the crew roll in. I'm kinda going off a memory of what I saw in text messages. Okay. So I was I was with family I was with my family on a little quick baseball centered vacation down in Tennessee. They dropped me off and I'm down in Princeton right now. I'm gonna pick up the rest of the crew. So usually, you know, big green definitely does a great job, and they have a, an important part in all of these events, organizing them and, and things like that. So probably John Sutherland will be down here. Um, and then there will be some coaches, and we'll uh, we'll have a good event down in Princeton.
1: Now while you're down there, can you talk me up a little bit? Just you and Ari maybe talk me up a little bit?
0: I can tell people to get on to your show and make sure you pay attention because we talk – Martial women's basketball an awful lot. Okay. I just appreciate
1: it. Yeah, I mean, you know, you you can maybe put a good word in for me with Sutherland and all the, the rest of those guys. I don't see them as much as you do, so.
0: I can. I can do it.
1: Okay. I would appreciate that. Tony Kemper's my <laughs> guest. Uh, I just want an excuse to talk to you. Every time you send a press release out, I get an excuse to talk to you. So, you know, that's. Um, that's we had
0: a bunch last week. You so did. Well, hopefully it's a quiet week out in uh, out in our world and. We're getting some things done that that I'm excited about. We're not just getting it done. I'm really excited about the people we're adding.
1: Well, hopefully, uh, we've got more to talk about, but get some time off after you do this, and we'll get you back soon. And uh, I'm looking forward to uh, the, the next few weeks and months here as we get ready for the Sun Belt. You know, maybe we can start talking about changes to the court soon. Let's get that rumor out there. They're doing the turf right now. So let's talk about the court. Let's just spread rumors right
0: now. Well, I think that there's probably some stuff we got to change about it. I think the last time I saw it had a diff- it had the wrong logo in the in the paint. So we probably have to, you know, the other thing we it had the old three point line. The the women's line and the men's line is now the same, and they can never seem to get on the same page with the little charge circle under the basket. So now there's there's probably updates there that need to go on. So. Okay, I'm I'm down we'll with leave it at here. that. We'll, uh, I, I think it's probably in the works. Um, we'll see.
1: Tony Kemper, always a pleasure. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Paul. More coming up. It's The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930.
0: This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.
1: We carry on, it's the Tuesday, June 7th edition, The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. The National Football Foundation and College Hall of Fame announcing the names on the 2023 college football ballot that came out yesterday. And guess who's on the list? You wouldn't know it if you asked a few people. Former Marshall running back Chris Parker, name on the list, of course, Parker is a 2000 inductee into the Marshall Hall of Fame. You remember Chris Parker, right? Three seasons, 93-95. You remember those years? 1,009 rushes. 5,311 yards. 64 touchdowns. As the late, great Sonny Randall would say, give the ball to Parker and watch him go. Seriously, you, you... Look at it. Do they put those on YouTube? I got to look. Are those games? Those games on YouTube? We got to find out. We got to get a Sonny Randall quote. Give the ball to Parker. Watch him go. For one, you love Sonny Randall because, not necessarily because of his coaching. No. no yeah, it's because you just love Sonny Randall. And of course, he was fun to watch on a, on a ball game. Uh, I do miss those days of. Sonny Randall in the booth calling a herd game. So, those were special times. But, yeah, that just stuck with me. Give the ball to Parker. Watch him go. I hope I'm remembering that right. I'm showing my age a little bit here. I'm not that old, but still. Going back to when he was on the team, just give the ball to him and, and watch him. One of the best I've ever seen. So, he is uh, He's on the list. And yours truly is a member of of the association that gets the ballot. Yours truly will be voting for Chris Parker. One, because he deserves to be in. Two, you think I'm voting against anyone from the herd? Look, at the end of the day, I got some street cred to maintain here. So if... Any Marshall player ever gets to the point where they're in Heisman conversations, I'm putting them on my Heisman ballot. Plain and simple. I'm doing it. Absolutely. And any vote that I get for any association, if there's a Marshall player that's legitimately eligible, I'm voting. Done. You don't have to ask anymore. So Chris Parker on the list. And guess what? Um, I am I believe I get a, a ballot with my Football Writers Association. I haven't uh, my, my subscription's coming up soon. I gotta renew that. So I gotta make sure. But with that said, I'm voting. Chris Parker. One of the one of the all time greats. But seriously, I I got street cred here. So, hey, Swan didn't vote for for Chris Parker. That's never gonna happen. That's that's not going to happen. I'm I'm not going to have that conversation. Like, wh- why why did you not vote for Chris Parker? Why why would you ask that question? Because one, it's false. I will vote for Chris Parker. Again, uh, this is one of the few outlets that you get martial love from. Now, granted, I'm not I'm not hundred percent biased toward the herd here. And I think that's a known fact. I'm not I'm not 100% do no wrong. I'm not that guy. But at the end of the day, you're not getting herd love much places around here. You're not getting that from any places. So I think we all need to just band together finally. There needs to be no more herd on herd crime. Seriously. No more herd on herd crime. I'm leading the charge on that. We're not going to have, this is going to be the summer of herd. No more herd on herd violence. No more herd on herd anything. Summer of herd here. It began now on this program, and we're going to do nothing but, again, if it's good for the herd, it's good for the show. If it's good for the show, it's good for me. That's the ultimate goal here. If it's good for the show, it's good for me. That's that's it. That's all you need to know. If it's good for the show, it's good for me. And I think, honestly, if it's good for the show, it's good for you, and it's good for me. You're in the equation. Because if it's good for the show, it's good for me. If it's good for me, it's good for you. If it's good for you, it's good for the show. More coming up. It's the drive. Are you confused in there, Christian? Christian, you look confused. Okay. I mean, you got your pit shirt on today, so you look a little. Wait a minute! Oh, that's a that's a double. That's got Ben Roethlisberger, and is that is that Kenny Pickett on there? Oh, there it is. Okay, you know he's a Heisman candidate. You know who put him on his back? Who put Kenny Pickett on their ballot? I yes, I did. Seriously, he was he was worth the inclusion. I put him three, but he was still worth it. That scored some points for a Pittsburgh boy in there. More coming up. The Drive, ESPN ninety four point one and AM nine thirty.
0: This is the Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN ninety four point one FM and AM nine
1: thirty. We're wrapping up today's edition of the Drive on ESPN ninety four point one and AM nine thirty. Text line is open for you, 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Some good news today. Marshall women's golfer Jackie Schmidt honored with the Conference USA Spring Spirit of Service Award. So our our time in Conference USA is soon to be over. But as long as hardware is being handed out, we're going to take it. So each member of School Conference USA has a winner for the three different periods during the year of fall, winter, spring sports. And this award honors the league's student-athletes with significant community service endeavors, excellent academic standing, and notable athletic achievement. So congratulations to Jackie Schmidt. She is the Conference USA Spring Spirit of Service Award winner. Marshall. So congratulations to her. Also, we've got bad news. We got some bad news. Sunbelt, the new league that we're all waiting to join. We're in. We've just got to be official about it here. It officially begins here in a few weeks. The Sunbelt... No longer has any team in the hunt for the College World Series. The final teams were eliminated. Coastal Carolina and Texas State. Seasons ending. Uh, Southern Miss, however, a future member of the Sun Belt, current member of Conference USA, still alive. 8-7 win over LSU. So Southern Miss is the Hattiesburg Region Champs. They're the regional champs. Isn't it nice to win your own regional? That's kind of how it's uh, set up. So Southern Miss is going to be on, take on Ole Miss. The Super Regional is coming up. It's not just the regional. It's the Super Regional. Super Regional. And some good news. As far as coaching awards are concerned, since we're going down the list of things that are getting won here today, Spring Valley Head Coach Austin Pratt wins the Mount State Athletic Conference Coach of the Year in baseball. So congratulations to Coach Pratt. I seem to have a Wayne County connection in my producer's booth as as I look at him with all of his various Pittsburgh gear. Today, he's got the Penguins. Oh, that's right. You're not allowed to. The Pirates hat. The Steelers combo of pit shirt. So, you're, you're trying to flash every single day some new Pittsburgh team. And there is a Pittsburgh team that we should concern ourselves with. The Pirates are in action tonight. Taking on the Detroit Tigers. Two-game set. First pitch set for 7.05 right here on ESPN, 94.1 and AM 9.30. And as I alluded to, we have got coming up tonight on our sister station, Cat Sports 93.3 and 13.40, Game 4, the Eastern Conference Final between the New York Rangers and the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, Ryan Strom is uh, going to be on the ice, I believe. Uh, I don't know the status of his uh, injury the other day, but – It looked like he was skating in the morning skater round, so he should be okay to go. Uh, That's going to be a fun one. Again, all those games are going to be on our sister station, Cat Sports 93.3 and 13.40. Speaking of Pirates baseball, uh, thanks to the Pirates, uh, Joe Madden has been fired. Thanks to the Pirates. Why? Because, um, honestly, if the Pirates can do well, why can't the Angels? Seriously, if the Pirates can do well right now, the Pirates are doing well. If they can do, they can start winning. If the Reds can start winning some games, why can't the Los Angeles Angels start winning some games? So you look over and say, those teams are not that good. Why, why are they having some success? The Angels are on a 12-game losing streak. So um, the Angels were 27 and 17 before the losing streak, and so Joe Madden has been fired. By the way. John Cena. This was in the notes today. John Cena is coming back to Raw on June 27th to celebrate his 20th anniversary. The problem is, no one will be able to watch because we can't see him. Can't see me. So if I wave my fingers in, in the ha- in, in front of my face right now, my producer is looking at me like, "Where'd he go?" Because you can't see me. 20 years. John Cena I don't know if that's good or bad 20 years of John Cena Loved him in The Scorpion King Oh wait, that's The Rock I'm sorry, never mind You haven't seen The Scorpion King, have you Christian? Look it up, Scorpion King With The Rock Oh, it's a treat
0: WRBC Huntington, W231BS Huntington, broadcasting from the Oscars Breakfast, Burgers, and Brew Studios. This is ESPN 94.1 at AM 930.
1: West Virginia Metro News, I'm Alex Thomas, the jury in the Joshua Phillips trial.